Joining us on the Thursday episode of The Commute, we head to Plant Riverside to talk with Tyler Gray, the Director of Entertainment, about what's coming up at the District, as well as some shows at District Live, the big comedy network, movies in the park, and then we dive into Savannah Bananas and other entertainment thoughts around town. The Commute is brought to you by National Office Systems. Hello, this is Zach Dennis sitting in for Adam Van Brimmer today. Hope your Thursday is, is going nice and you are staying out of the heat because we were just in the heat and it's hot as, well, I don't think we can say the word because this is a family program. Today on The Commute, we have Tyler Gray. He is the Director of Entertainment over at Plant Riverside District, and he talks a little bit about what they have going on over there, and then we get to some just broader entertainment uh, thoughts and, 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 and discussion. Um, I think it's a good one, so you should definitely stick around to check it out. But first, I do want to shout out our presenting sponsor, National Office Systems. National Office Systems is the official provider of Dirtle Modular Interiors and Herman Miller Furniture. And believe me, I'm sitting here in my office now. There's there's wonderful wonderful tables and chairs. I'm incredibly comfy. Um, I mean, if I if not National Office Systems made like one of those like fainting couches, the, the French fainting couches. I put one of those in there, just kind of like you know faint after the, the deadline for the day. That'd be nice. They can hopefully Scott, if you can put that in the consideration, that'd be nice. Uh, if you would like to learn more about National Office Systems, head over to natoffsys.com. That's N-A-T-O-F-F-S-Y-S.com. Now, here's me and Tyler. Joining us on the Thursday episode of The Commute is Tyler Gray, who is the entertainment director of... Uh, director of entertainment, entertainment director, whatever you want to call me, I'm good with it. All right, at uh, Plant Riverside District, we're here recording it uh, in District Live, uh, so we're getting a whole concert experience. Uh, Tyler, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. So let's talk a little bit about what you all have kind of going on first. Um, a number of things. The first thing is movies in the park. So this is, a, you know, a couple of films, people know them, family favorites. Um, tell us a little bit about that setup and how y'all are going to approach that. Well, I think one of our main ideas was when you come to a big city and you have a community outreach like this, one of the best parts is to go sit in a park and watch a familiar movie that everybody loves, the family loves, especially in the summertime. So we have wanted to do this for a very long time, but COVID got in our way and everything, but we're very excited to launch our Movies in the Park series. It'll happen every single Sunday. We start around 8.30 every single Sunday, and it will be going on in MLK Park, which is a great partnership with the city of Savannah. I don't know if you know that. Part of that is part of the city of Savannah's property, and that's our property as well. Mm -hmm. And it's been a great partnership kind of creating that, and we'll be able to put movies there like the first one, Sandlot. We're very excited about it. Can't beat that. Can't beat it, especially in July. (laughs) Love the Sandlot, so it'll be great. And it's also um, probably something that, you know, we have... This is something that I've talked about in the arts and culture section, but we have we don't really have dedicated movie places for the most part. You know, like Lucas does their series, uh, other places do series like that, but it's always cool to have more venues utilizing their space to host movies. Well, I think the biggest thing that we wanted to do and Mr. Kessler's vision was, how do we make this an institute for community outreach? How do we make it an institute for Savannah's entertainment district? And the biggest part of that is how do we give back to not only the visitors that are coming here, but to the city of Savannah itself. Mm -hmm. When you think Savannah, one of the biggest things people talk about 
is we don't have enough family programming at all mm -hmm. right here downtown. So what we want to make sure we do is give enough for all the family to come down and have an absolute amazing time. Absolutely. Well, speaking of an amazing time, you have this uh, big comedy network uh, uh, partnership rearing up here in, in District Live. Um, you got some shows coming up soon, but let's just talk a little bit about the partnership because it's really kind of geared to bring comedians into Savannah, starting to kind of get that pipeline going. Um, tell us a little bit about how that started. So I worked on cruise ships for about 10 years. And part of that, I was a cruise director uh, for a 5,000 plus passenger ship that created new entertainment weekly and seven days a week. And one of the partnerships we had was with a comedy network um, it was called Levity Entertainment, but through Levity Entertainment, I found a gentleman and a very good friend of mine over the past 10 years. His name is Scott Henry. Now, Scott has been a huge comedian. He's a mall, mall, blart, mall cop, too. <laughs> He's in a ton of movies. You've seen him on specials on HBO, Comedy Central. Um, he went up with the bigwigs, and he and his wife decided during the pandemic to start this thing called Big Comedy Network. And one thing I, I called him in October... And I saw what he was doing, and I said, listen, here's the thing. There is not anywhere that is bringing professional comedy on a monthly basis in Savannah. And we wanted to bring a whole comedy series, and it's been a year in the work trying to make it all happen, but we're very excited that it's all happening. We did our soft opening a few weeks ago, and we brought the house down. So we're excited to see this thing come monthly. It'll be five shows within three days. Um, we kind of turned the whole District Live. If you've ever been to District Live, it's a concert venue with these amazing, fantastic Gretsch guitars around. Um, but what we've kind of done is create it to be an atmosphere that's smaller, and it brings the comedy in. We've got about 150 seats. It's just it's phenomenal. I can't wait for Savannah to get a taste of great comedy. And I think the biggest thing after all this pandemic, the big thing we all need to is we need to laugh. Sure, yeah. We need to laugh more than anything. So I think bringing the laughter to Savannah in a fun and professional way is what we need. It seems also like it's a good mix of people you know and then people you might not know but are on the way to you knowing them. Correct. So a lot of the comics that they are bringing on are from comics that you see on TikTok, on uh, on uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, one of the comics you've seen a ton, Steve Burns, has been on everything. He even does a podcast with the... Uh, the gentleman from uh, um, Impractical Jokers. Mm -hmm. It's it is going to be. You're going to see people that you can't believe that you're seeing in this type of atmosphere. And the best part, the ticket is affordable. Mm -hmm. I would like to encourage Savannah to buy their tickets ahead of time because everybody knows this wonderful town is a day of show sale. I was going to say good luck with that. Yeah, I know, but I'm power to you. I'm promoting. <laughs> I want to make it happen. So if you're listening to this, buy your tickets right now. You won't regret it. You'll get it for five dollars cheaper. So it's a beautiful thing. I think I think there's many. Uh, that's an issue that I don't know if we'll. Hopefully, we'll get over at some point. But I don't know, Savannah. I don't gonna... think we will. But I'll tell you, it's it's. Just but we'll one, push it. We'll push you know, it. it's great. Like I mean, I had uh, I had Robert Earl Keane. He uh, he sold about halfway and then sold out the same night. I sold 225 walk-up tickets. Mm -hmm. Like that's crazy to me. Like that should have been a sold-out concert. Sure, it wasn't. But you know, we're from Chattanooga. We knew who Robert Earl Keane was, right? Yeah. But I would love to see how we can get the atmosphere in the world out there more and there, get people to buy. Yeah, they, and also Savannah just needs to respect the Chattanooga to Savannah pipeline. Yes, fine. exactly. I agree. I agree. Um, 
We also got Labor Day coming up. I'm sure that's always a big day for families, uh, even locals just kind of coming down looking for stuff to do. What, uh, what all do you all have planned for that? Well, what we've done with the, some of these traditions that we've made, and I like to call them traditions because we want to make them an annual experience. And one of them is our Labor Day weekend celebration, which is what we like to call the end of summer. We're going to kick off, first off, the movie in the park that week is Grease. I mean, what better movie to end the summer with? Yeah. But we want people to understand that this is a great way to end the summer the right way, enjoy it, feel the family fun with the live music, with the Cirque show, with the fantastic children's activities that we're going to be doing, with all the amazing things coming up, and then understand that we're going to kick it off and wait till that Christmas market opens and we're going to have a great time. Absolutely. Um... And then District Live always bringing in shows, things like that. Um, anything anything people should peg for the, the rest of the year calendar that's like, this is really cool. We've Check. got Orange Constant coming. We've got some very big names that I'm working on getting approved. Um, but I will tell you, check out the calendar. It's always on plantriverside.com slash live entertainment or slash entertainment and nightlife. Um, it is a great moment to check out, and we're going to have great concerts going on here all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I have not caught a show here yet, but I'm definitely looking for one soon because I know just I, this is the first time I've been in here, and it's a beautiful venue. It is beautiful, and I'm embarrassed for you, so it is what it's, it is. It, I'll, I'll admit <laughs> it on the podcast. Um, well, let's shift over. I know um, it just because they seem to be the talk of, I would say the talk of the town, but they seem to be the talk of the nation now. But you, you've, you've uh, worked with the Savannah Bananas. You still, I, I'm sure, still have a good I am still very part of the Savannah Bananas. I am the chief party officer of the Savannah Party Animals, um, but I have been with the organization since 2018. I worked full-time as Jesse's right hand, helped creating the show. Mm -hmm. um, I was the director of fun and creative director for over two years, and uh, then I came over here to Plant Riverside District, but mm -hmm. I have been still a part. I've been the host for them for a long time, um, and uh, I'm just very excited and very proud to see the success I saw when I left cruise ships and came to Savannah to see what we could do. Well, the, and so this is the thing, you know, they've been on ESPN now, they've been on HBO, they're going to have this documentary coming out uh, later this month, or later in uh, August. What is something about the bananas, as somebody who's been in the room, you know, working with Jesse Cole one-on-one, -on -one, what is something about the bananas that stands out to you so when the success finally, like, hits the mainstream, you're like, that doesn't shock me, they've been doing this work to kind of make it happen. One of my favorite things that Jesse ever said to me, and this was during my interview, I came off cruise ships, I, uh, I made an excuse, so I can say that now, um, and I was in Savannah, and he said his main point is if it's normal, do the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. And he has lived by that to where he's made it normal, which I think is a brilliant thing. His whole theory of fans first is what he cre creates, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody is part of the family. If you're seeing the show, you're a part of the show. Mm -hmm. And how do you create a new element of surprise every single time they walk into that stadium? And it makes one of people come back over mm -hmm. and over again. I mean, you know, the controversy he started with bringing, the, taking out the sand nets and bringing the bananas was mm -hmm. one thing, right? Sure. But then when he brought the bananas and then it became a phenomenon and they've sold out every single game for the past four years, mm -hmm. it's, it's something that's not only unique, but it's something that's needed. MLB is looking at how his business plan is and trying to work around him when he was the, the talk of the town in a negative way to MLB and minor league baseball for a long time. Sure. So you're talking about a guy who, 
who knew what he had to do to brand it. He brought a yellow tux. Um, when I got brought on, the main reason why I got brought on because he was having a kid and needed someone else to take over the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you, I knew from day one the man would never let go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm very glad he didn't. I think what he's done not only for the city of Savannah, but for baseball, but for entertainment, is something unique, creative, and how he grows his people is something that I will always cherish in my life. Is I think when you're in the office, um, you, you get a sense of what if failure is a good thing. Mm-hmm. When you fail, you understand what the next step is and you go on and beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've loved being in the, in the room during creative sessions where we're literally coming up. But my favorite moment is after, so I left, I came here, and then I came back during the pandemic as they needed a host last minute. And um, I, uh, I'll never forget, my favorite moment was Jesse said, he looked at me as like, I, I want you to come back. I've been wanting this moment to happen, but here's the thing, we've got to laugh the entire time together. <laughs> If we're laughing, we're going to find the fun. And I'll tell you, we've lived that point ever since. Uh, I've loved, when we come up with an idea and we're literally laughing so hard, we're going to try it. Yes, it might work. It might not work. But when it does work, you even laugh even harder. It's just, it's, it's, an, it's an amazing experience. Their new director of entertainment over there is named Zach Frangillo. He is, a, he is a genius in disguise, what he has done with them with all of the amazing new things, with the new dance series that they just started doing. Um, he is a great guy, and I'm, I'm very excited to see his career just flourish. We're going to take a short break and remind you that you can subscribe to, I mean, honestly, some of the best local news around at Savannah Morning News. Uh, it's savannahnow.com. Right now, if you go to savannahnow.com slash subscribe now, we have a very special deal for, with uh, for one month, you get, or for three months, excuse me, in one dollar, you get a subscription to the number of stories we got going on. We have today, just on alone, we have the third part of Zoe Nicholson's uh, multi-part package that she's rolling out over the next few weeks on the growth of the Georgia ports and how that's affecting Savannah. Uh, we also have a in-depth look at the Savannah police officer uh, who killed a man in Carver Village a number of weeks ago and his prior disciplinary actions against him by the department uh, that is written by Drew Valica and then we also have a number on, on our side on the entertainment front Rob Hessler has a nice column looking at the Boonton Arts Dog Days of Summer event and how we could implement that in Savannah in a really fun community oriented way all of that and more is at savannahnow.com go to savannahnow.com slash subscribe now today now back to Tyler so it's safe to say seeing them get this attention on a mainstream level where Jesse's on the Today Show is not totally shocking. It's not shocking at all. That's <laughs> if that was going to happen two years or three years ago. Um, when I recently, so it was Christmas Day, um, I, and the thing about Christmas on cruise ships is something always goes wrong. Uh, Christmas on cruise ship, this time, 2018, December 25th, everything went right. And I got back to my cabin that night and I go, yeah, I think it's time for me to move on. Went online, saw this director of fun for the Savannah Bananas, researched Jesse, and I was, I was hooked. Because not only that, he was trying to change the atmosphere of something being fun. One of the biggest things Jesse always says is he says, um, well, he was, so he was a pitcher. I don't know if you know this. He was a pitcher, um, very well, almost got 
scouted and was going into the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Um, he blew out his shoulder his senior year in college. Mm-hmm. When he blew out his shoulder, he's sitting in the stands and he goes, I love playing every minute of that game, but when I watch the game, I think it's the most boring thing alive. Mm-hmm. So with that, his creative mind, he created his three mentors, which are P.T. Barnum, um, Bill Veck, and then also um, Walt Disney, and created this atmosphere that would be the circus in baseball. And um, he started it with the Gastonia Grizzlies, which he used to own, mm-hmm. and then came over here to Savannah. And when it took off, it's it's been it's been a slow ride, but it's been a fun fun moment for me being a part of it, still being a part of it, and uh, I'm excited. So I'll be doing the games in August with the with the party animals, so it should be fun. Awesome. Um, I wanted to kind of wrap up and talk about just some some broad entertainment stuff here in town. Um, the first thing is somebody who has worked. Um, worked here at Plant Riverside. I feel like it's probably a different animal planning entertainment here compared to if you were just an a independent venue or something around town. What What is something that you've found about planning for not only the tourist community that you have here, but also the local community and finding that marriage between the two to, to you know, put out there? First off, that's a great question. And I think it's a question that needs to be asked more often here in Savannah, Georgia. I think the biggest thing that I've learned while planning our first year in 2019, um, figuring out what this is going to be, um, because I mean, we did a whole year of planning, is we wanted entertainment to be thought of in a new age way rather than a historical way. And what I mean by that is when you think of Savannah, you think trolley tours, you think architectural Mm -hmm. tours, you think the historical aspects, you think of a lot of things that are completely opposite of what new age entertainment is. What we wanted to do is bring a new age experience that when you come to this side, one of my favorite things that I heard when is like they felt like they're not in Savannah, but they are in Savannah. Mm-hmm. How you can create something that's new and uplifting and exciting because it, it feels sometimes that this place is just for bachelorette parties sure. and and the uh, and you know, your grandma taking you out for a tour on a trolley. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's changing very rapidly and very quickly. And I think Plant Riverside District, Mr. Kessler, and the Kessler Collection have been a very huge part of that. It's been a great ride for me to be a part of this and also come up with some ideas. The way we designed the entertainment was a cruise ship on land. How do you have things going on 24-7? How do you have family programming, children's programming? We have 35-plus live music activations. But how does that connect with everything in Savannah? Well, my biggest thing is when it's here then people want to go see what other places are doing. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing, I mean, I just saw a fantastic, um, which I've wanted to do for years, but I'm very excited for the Alita to do the Sunday drag brunch. Mm-hmm. I think that is going to change Savannah in a new way. I think it's gonna be fun and exciting. And um, I wish we would have done it first, but guess what? There are partners and we're excited for them, so. Yeah. What, what, what do you, I guess, say so let's say this, there's a, somebody who lives out like in Ardsley Park or the east side. They go, I'm probably not going to go to Plant Riverside because that's for tourists. That's not, that's not really something for me. How, as, as the director of entertainment, do you, I guess, persuade them to go, actually, we are doing something that, that appeals to you as a Savannah resident? Almost 85% of our, of our demographic that are here on a regular basis is local. What I do think the biggest thing is, is we bring in not only some of the greatest live entertainment, but we bring in the best live entertainment that's local. Mm -hmm. 
So you bring in live music bands that not only you can see over at at uh, Starlin Yard or any of the other ones right there in Arsley Park or anything like that, but you can also see them right here and in a fun, unique way, and they're part of the family. They play here once a month. Um, we do live music activations literally Monday through Sunday. Every single day we have a live music band or a solo guitarist in sometimes two or three or four in our main bit. I mean, we also get back to me, Moon Deck Live. We do every Thursday. And with the Moon Deck Live on Thursdays, we do get back to the community because we do contribute half of the, for every dollar a drink is sold, it goes to um, the Trutland House, which is a, which is a, um, a, a house for um, boys uh, that are, that are um, foster care. <laughs> and we also have 14 food and beverage outlets that with that entertainment, we get to create moments and they go through, you get to have a different experience every single time that you come here. Yeah. Uh, this one's more from kind of the start of things. I feel like it's probably safe for me to say that, that you all have kind of redesigned or really revitalized River Street to a degree. It's, it was very much thriving on its own, but you definitely added like an element to it that was really missing for a very long time. What... I guess how you know how how do you kind of continue that? How do you kind of continue to really build on that that start that, that uh, Plant Riverside had and continue to kind of make this place something that it wasn't 20 years ago? I think being a part of not only the community of Savannah but the community of River Street and the waterfront is a very big deal. I think what we have what we have done. Yes, I agree with you. We have kind of changed the whole atmosphere of it being bachelorette and bachelor parties that come down River Street to have a great time and drink. We've kind of changed it into this is where you come to enjoy Savannah, Georgia in a unique and fun way. What we are trying to do and how we're trying to take that to the next level is we're working very closely with the Savannah Waterfront Association, Julie Musselman and everyone. We're trying to create events and exciting events that help bring River Street to a whole nother level. How do we bring Savannah's, uh, how do we bring uh, Riverside Music Festival, which is nothing but local talent that goes all the way across. That's just one idea that I think we're pushing out there. How do we take, you know, the idea of creating the Christmas market, mm -hmm. but it's not just right here on Plant Riverside, it's all the way down River Street. Um, we wanna be the start of a tradition. We necessarily don't want to be always the tradition. We want the tradition to continue and grow with the community itself. Absolutely. Um, anything else that we need to? I, I think I'm good. It's been fantastic. Thanks for having me on, my friend. Thank you, Tyler. That is it for today's Commute Podcast. Thank you again to Plant Riverside and Tyler Gray for their time and letting us record that at District Live. Uh, if you would like to hear past episodes of the Commute, we've been talking with uh, Adam talked to at Michael Toma. He talked to Brooks Keel. Uh, a number of other folks, there's been some good episodes lately. You can find that on your favorite podcasting app, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, what have you. Until uh, Tuesday, thank you for listening. See you then.